Welcome to the Law Firm Marketing Minute, your source of internet marketing inspiration. Hey everyone, and welcome to the Law Firm Marketing Minute. I'm your host, John Henson, and this week, um, wanted to kind of expand on something. I had uh, a really good conversation with someone who called the office this week, uh, and they were asking about blogging. And I, I realized, like, as I say it, this sounds like a really made up premise, but I promise that it's not. Um, you know, I, we, she wanted to know, uh, about, um, blogging for SEO, all right. Search engine optimization. And, you know, I was honest. I said, you know, that's not something that we do. We take a different approach. And, she was not aware that there were different approaches to blogging. You know, she kind of thought that blogging was just kind of this uh, all-encompassing thing that, you know, everyone did it the same way. And maybe you think that too. And that's why I wanted to dedicate this week's episode to kind of clarifying the different approaches that you can take to your blogging strategy. All right. So the first one, you're blogging for SEO. All right. And in my experience and, and what I've seen a lot of marketing companies do, what I've seen a lot of freelance writers do, because I get a lot of solicitations from these random freelance copywriters who are like, hey, I'll post some SEO blogs for you. And I'll look at their portfolios and all of the articles are generally the same. Right. And what I mean by that is like all of these articles and, and you know, the the reason that they can pump out 20, 30, 40, 50 articles at a time and post them every week is because they're relatively short. They're usually only about three paragraphs. Um, they're usually about a current event. Usually, you know, and the current event could somewhat relate to, uh, you know, your practice. I see this a lot in uh, immigration and personal injury. Um, kind of in criminal defense too, where there are always current events happening in those areas. You know, maybe uh, the government makes like some sort of uh, immigration ruling. Personal injury is really easy. It's just find an article about a car crash or a criminal defense is really easy. Find an article about someone who got arrested. And because like it doesn't, it doesn't have to be in your local area. It doesn't necessarily have to um you know, be super relevant, you know, it could just be tangentially related to your practice area. And what I've seen a lot of times is just like, you know, it basically recaps the story that was reported on. So for example, um, you know, uh, a woman in Destin, Florida, uh, you know, was paralyzed after a car accident. And like this, this law firm could be in California, doesn't matter. But, you know, the, the article will be like, you know, this one was parallel, blah, 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 blah. Um, she was unable to, you know, reach a settlement with her insurance company and is now going to court or whatever. And then the, you know, the final article would be like, if you're looking for a personal injury attorney in Los Angeles, California, who will, you know, get the most out of the insurance company call, blah, 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 blah. And it's just that call to action. It's the keyword stuffing in there. It's all of that. And it's designed to just show up in search rankings, you know, and because of because it's this idea that the more pages that your website has, the better its you know overall reputation will be. And that will then, you know, 
Google will then notice it more, push it up the rankings. Uh, there's also a certain number of backlinks that, you know, uh, a lot of people say, and there's two different kinds of backlinks. There's, you know, the kind of backlinking that you put all on that article. Uh, you know, you put a certain number of articles, it typically links to other pages in the website. So Google's bots can index it a lot easier. Again, makes it a little bit more reputable. Um, or there's the backlinking where you put your links to your website on other people's websites. And that's, that doesn't, yeah, that's, that's a shady practice in and of itself. Cause I've seen a lot of times where, um, you know, a lot of these SEO articles will get buried on websites that can't even be accessed. They're not even on the regular sitemap. And they just exist just for link sharing and, and, and all of that to try to get around algorithms. And, and it's just, you know, to me, it just seems really inefficient. It doesn't make a whole lot of sense, uh, you know, for, for all of the work that's done for not really a lot of quick results. Right. Maybe it'll build up over time, but then again, the algorithms change all the time. And a lot of that stuff may not work anymore, especially now that Google's catching on to all of it. So, like I said, usually, you know, a blog article for SEO, usually about three paragraphs about a current event, uh, stuffed with keywords, uh, with a call to action because of how it somehow relates to your firm. Um, the articles, not very readable, they're not a great user experience. And they're not designed for people to read them. They're designed to be indexed by, you know, search engine bots. And I've seen so many law firms put tons of those blog articles on their blog page. And it just, they suck. They really do. And if you've got those on your website, I'm sorry, they suck. Um, you know, but look, and, and, and look, if your goal is to not have people read them, fine, keep them up there. But if your goal is to have actual human beings who are going to hire you read those articles, they're not going to do you any good. Um, that's why we focus on the other way to write blogs. It's focused on A, like I said, the humans that are going to be hiring you, but also it's focused on topics that they actually care about. And what's interesting, especially if you're going to continue to play the SEO game, what we're seeing a lot now is that Google's algorithms are rewarding these longer uh, longer form search terms, i.e. someone is asking a question inside of Google or someone is typing in uh, more of a longer response, not necessarily car accident attorney in San Antonio or anything like that. It's more like, what do I need to do after a car accident? And so when your blog articles are addressing questions like this, sure, you have some SEO benefits, fine, whatever, but that's not our focus. What we're doing, though, is we're directly addressing the concerns that your audience has. Because look, think about this. Think about, you know, you're, you get a lead, you have a consultation. These people are asking a ton of different questions. Just, you know, what happens in this situation? What happens in this? And you spend a ton of time in a consultation, time that you could be spending actually getting through their case, actually moving them through the process, which then opens your capacity to take on additional casework. But the you spend all that time explaining because you don't have all of this content on your website that's already doing it for you. So that's why we focus on that. You know, it's it's tapping into what's keeping your audience up at night. 
you know? So instead of uh, posting news stories, regurgitated news stories about this car accident that happened here, or this, you know, construction accident that happened there, or this person that got arrested for drugs here, you know, it's, it's getting a little bit deeper than that, still staying relatively surface level. You don't have to get into every if then situation, but staying pretty surface level and ultimately addressing the main question that people have, you know, it's like, if you're a criminal defense attorney, you know, having articles on your website about people who got arrested or stopped at a DUI checkpoint or whatever, you know, that doesn't, that doesn't create a connection with people. What does create that connection is an article about, Hey, what, what you need to do or say, or don't do when you come up to a DUI checkpoint, don't, don't talk about things as if they've already happened. Talk about things in the sense of this is what happens if it should happen to you. I don't care. You know, no one cares about what happened to other people. They only care about what's happening to themselves. And so when you present your blog articles and the topics that you cover, and it doesn't have to be blogs, it'll be videos, podcast episodes, whatever you're doing. But when you're presenting it that way, and not only are you making that connection with people, but now you're demonstrating more tangible knowledge and expertise about what to do. The SEO articles, they don't do that. They're just recounting a story, throwing a call to action at the end and publishing it. They're not providing any value whatsoever to other people. But what we do and our approach is, is we're writing articles almost kind of in the way they were meant to be written. You know, it's, it's, it's helpful. It's informative. You know, it's showing off the expertise in the way that blogging was originally designed. You know, blogs were not this, uh, you know, quasi news alternative that, that it almost seems to be now. It was a place for people to share their experience and to share their expertise. And a lot of law firms especially have gotten away from that. And I think that's why there's a lot of frustration around, you know, SEO and content because there's this, uh, you know, kind of this warped idea of what people think content is. It's this warped idea that they don't see the value in blogging. You know, a lot of lawyers will say, yeah, I know I need a blog, but meh, you know, but, and, and I think it's because a lot of their experience with blogging has, has been these short form SEO articles that just don't provide any value. And so when you switch and and take this, a, a new approach to blogging where you're actually addressing topics where you're actually demonstrating expertise, where you're actually making a connection with people, that's what's going to make the difference. That's what's going to help your blogs move forward. That's what's going to help make them more effective. And then you pair that with maybe an email newsletter where you're sending it out to your audience every month and you're making sure that people are getting those touch points every month. That's what then drives the referrals, all right? A blog in and of itself, not going to do anything for you. It's how you use that blog you know, that that's really going to drive results. You know, there's, you know, kind of the whole, uh, you know, bear in the woods analogy where, you know, if, 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 if there's a blog on your website, does anybody read it? Well, 
Maybe, maybe not. It just depends on if you're driving traffic to your website. It depends on if you're telling people about the blogs on your website. So, you know, it, it, unfortunately, you know, I would I, I would love to tell you that, you know, just having a blog on your website is going to do wonders for you. Eh, it's not. You have to be driving people to your website. You have to be telling people about the blog. So that's why it's important to have social media. That's why it's important to have an email newsletter. And doing that will make your blogs work so much better. And so, um, hope that was helpful. You know, I hope that and kind of clarified some things for you. There's more than one way to approach a blog article. Um, I do not recommend doing SEO related blogs, or if you are doing them, have them hidden in some dark corner of your website where nobody can find them, where it's just for the Google bots and have a actual dedicated blog section on your website. That's actually addressing the, the things that are keeping your audience up at night. It's, it's going to help really elevate your expertise. It's going to help drive those referrals. Uh, and it's going to, you know, have more quality content on your website. All right. Again, thanks so much for listening. I hope that was very helpful. Um, I do want to say, you know, if you're struggling to come up with topics, uh, we do have a law firm content cheat sheet on our website. You can go to spotlightbranding.com, click that free resources button or the resources button up at the top. And uh, it's kind of like, I think it's like the fourth or fifth resource down. It's the content cheat sheet. Um, It's got a lot of different prompts and um, actual specific topics for various practice areas. So I really do encourage you to uh, Uh, Go download that if you think you're struggling uh, or want to try to figure out what topics um, that are geared towards humans and are making that connection actually look like. So um, a little extra resource, a little extra tip for you guys there. But other than that, that's going to do it. We'll see you next week. Thanks for joining us. Please visit lawfirmmarketingminute.com for more information. We'll see you next time.